As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen I'm never quitting on my mission, I'ma roll with what I'm giving Got some ambition, this new edition, filling positions Looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing Better watch the way you going, better go in the right direction In the moment you stressing, but you gon' be counting blessings And I know that for certain, keep on working, open curtains Haters swerving, cause they ain't ready for your final version I'm never gon' give up, give up Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up, yeah Cause this is my road you're listening to the Tom Ficklin Show on WNHHLP 103.5 SM, your home for community radio. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? First of all, let me welcome you once again to the Tom Ficklin Show, 103.5 FM, WNHH. Uh, we are so excited once again to have this opportunity um, just to come in and kick it and just have uh, time just to talk with you, the crowd that actually follows the Tom Flicklin show. Tom is so gracious as he always allow his friends and people that he know in the community to have time to come and talk with you about the programs that we have out here in the community that represent you. A lot of times when we don't make those necessary connections with the people, uh, you know, people go without. One of the biggest things that since my time here, uh, the time I was allowed care, which is a community alliance for research and engagement at Southern Connecticut State University in the Department of Health and Human Services. Uh, he has allowed us to join in with him in this efforts to come talk with you all once again on a continuous basis about medical equity. Uh, when it comes to talking about nutrition and talking about engagement and changing the way our communities look. Um, you know, we don't have to live in trashy communities. We don't have to live in broke down communities. You know, uh, I believe it's a choice. And I believe in changing choices to actually benefit people that look like me um, or have a, 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 a way of, of actually representing people that look like us, which is black and brown people, black and brown people in this community, which can be of many, many different ethnicities. Um, um, out there. So thank you, Tom. Uh, this is actually, I've had the opportunity to do quite a few shows over the last couple of years. Uh, and this is the final one for now until we talk further and going further. So I just want to be excited and actually bring my team. And it's funny, we're still waiting on the majority of our team to join the call, but we can't hold up the call. Amen. We got to be able to keep this thing rolling. So as people come in, um, I'll begin to engage them in the conversation that we're going to have today. This conversation that we're going to have today is for you to get to know us just a little bit better at CARE and the people that represent CARE. Uh, and they're going to be out there in your communities, and they're going to want you to uh, uh, give them the opportunity to talk to you about medical equity and, and, and adult vaccination equity, um, which is adult vaccinations. A lot of people don't take adult vaccinations very seriously. A lot of people don't take engagement very seriously. We take it and go with that attitude of it is what it is. No, it's not it is what it is. We can always have the opportunity to have better. And taking care of you is our job. And taking care of you is what we represent. Uh, I got a few more coming in. Uh, and taking care of you is what we represent. And I want my team to come on the call you know, and be able to talk with you and kick it with you about what they do and how they uh, go into the community, passing out information, trying to have conversations with you about taking care of you and being excited about you. 
There is nobody in the world that looks like you. When you look at yourself in the mirror, it's you. There's nobody, even your children don't look like you. They resemble you, but they don't look exactly like you. That's the gift that you have to give back into the world is you. And we want to make sure that you are here with us and we're all taking care of each other in some way. Amen. That's, that was my sermon for today. Y'all can throw your hands up. But uh, I brought my team on and I got a few of them on the call right now. I'm just wishing that they can show their faces uh, so you can see exactly who they are. Uh, I, I, but I'm going to let them come in and just introduce themselves to you and tell you a little bit about themselves and actually what they do for care. All right. I'm going to start with the first person that you actually saw when you came on the call. That is Cheyenne James. Cheyenne, welcome to the show. This is the Tom Flickland Show, uh, 103.5 WNHH. And he is excited, actually, to have opportunities to speak to people like yourself. Why don't you tell the community who you are? Sure. Hi. Um, my name is Cheyenne. I'm a senior intern uh, at Southern Connecticut State University. I'm an undergrad in public health. And I currently work at CARE as an outreach worker. So I get information from our team on COVID and flu, vaccine equity, and information. And we go to neighboring um, communities around Southern Connecticut and New Haven, and we distribute information and we have conversations with people about what it means to get vaccinated, why it's important to be boosted, and the effects that it has on our community. So that's a little bit about what I do. And she is a go-getter. I learned a lot about Cheyenne. Just uh, She's been with me for over a year. And it's amazing that even over a year, how much you really don't know about uh, a person. She's out, outdoor, one of them outdoor people uh, and being able to go out and do things in the community and outdoors. I'm like, wow, she is definitely talented. Uh, thank you, for Cheyenne. Hey, you know what, Janiqua, Janiqua uh, uh, Williams Hall uh, has been with me now for over a couple of years here with CARE. Uh, Janiqua, why don't you just come here real quick and introduce yourself? Yes, uh, good morning, everyone. Again, my name is Janiqua and um, I am an outreach worker. Uh, aside from working with CARE part-time, I do work with a company called City Block Health and I'm an outreach specialist as well. I've been in, uh, involved in community outreach work for over six years now. It's a very important to me um, as I feel like, you know, all the individuals in our communities should be aware of the resources that's available to them, whether it has anything to do with COVID and being vaccinated or general health information or anything that would be of importance to enhance or increases someone's life livelihood. Um, and that's my little skill. <laughs> All right. And this beautiful young lady right here, some of you might know Ms. Ruth. Ms. Ruth is like, uh, uh, I would say she's like the mother of, of care. Uh, <laughs> she's been with me right now the longest, actually, um, uh, here at care. Uh, Ms. Ruth, uh, uh, I, I've seen people. Uh, do great things as they get older, but I don't see them doing it like Miss Ruth. Uh, so I'm going to let Miss Ruth come in and introduce herself once again to people that don't know her and to the people that do. Good morning, everyone. My name is Ruth, and I've been with Care, like um, Bernard said, for a little bit over a year. 
but I've always loved doing um, community work. Most of my life, it's always been doing community work, outreach work. And I also run a community garden on volunteer basis. So I like to give people information either with this wellness or with vaccines or anything else out there. And if I don't have the resources, I try to find them and get them for them. Thank you. And she does exactly that. If you've ever been out there in the community walking and engaging with Miss Ruth, you would definitely see why I feel the way that I do about her uh, and being part of this team. Um, I know that uh, Tani is, is not, you can't see her right now, but she definitely can speak and tell you who she is. You've seen her once before on this call, but she works directly with me uh, and we work directly together at CARE. Tani? Hi there. Um, I am a, um, a community <laughs> outreach coordinator here at CARE. Um, and I apologize, I am I'm driving. I'm almost at my destination, so I'll be able to be on camera soon. Um, and um, love working with this amazing team of people that you do see out there in the community working so hard um, to help keep everyone safe and um, educated in regards to, you know, being healthy and keeping their families and, and community members healthy and safe. Um, this is just, we really truly have the greatest team of people um, working out there in the community. I'm so proud to be a part of it. It's something that Denise said that, that, that just stuck with me when she said that we are a great team, um, but we can't do nothing uh, without you. All the work that we do and prepare to do means nothing if we don't have the people in the community to share in it with us and do it with us. Um, and so you are, you are the giants in what we're trying to do. And uh, we don't want to leave you out of that. So we, I want to take this team that's even greater than what you see here today. And I want to, to give you the opportunity to meet them. So when they're out there in your communities, handing out information, passing information as it relates to medical equity and, and uh, vaccine equity, uh, what that means is, is, is being able to provide you with the services that you deserve to have. You are a community that deserves to have the best and never the least. And as long as we carry that least kind of attitude, then that's what we get. We get what we accept. I don't want us to accept the least. And when it comes to medical care, when it comes to adult care, when it comes to adult vaccinations, and you hear all of these rumors, you hear all the rumors that don't put this stuff in your body and don't you dare take that, you know, and do this and that. I'm going to tell you, look for yourselves, research for yourselves, and we're going to try to help you to research. We're going to try to help you to get where you need to be as it relates to knowledge about why these vaccines are so important, not just COVID, because I know we're tired of hearing that, but it still exists, people. People are still getting COVID every day. It hasn't gone anywhere. So when you're out there living your life, living your best life, know that it still exists. The flu, the flu has been around and most of us been alive and it's not going anywhere. People are still getting the flu in high numbers. And we knew those numbers were going to go back up when people thought that COVID was done. So everybody thought they were going back to what we considered some time ago is the word normalcy. Going back to normal, that everyday life, 
that we so happily used, used to living. I'm saying to you today, uh, this is why we still out here doing the work is because these, uh, these uh, viruses haven't gone anywhere. Pneumonia, and the, the pneumonia is still in our community. Pneumonia is still killing people. Uh, the flu is still killing people and hurting and making people sick. And so is COVID. It's still making people sick. Singles, shingles for people over 50. Uh, and we don't have to, if you ever had shingles or anything like that, you would never want to have it again. These are the reasons for vaccines. It's to help to protect you. So if you ever got shingles, if you ever got the pneumonia, if you ever got COVID, if you ever got the flu, you would protect yourselves from serious injury. You still might get a little sick. I mean, I got COVID, I got a little sick, but it didn't last long. And it didn't affect me the first time that I got it. The first time I got it, oh my God, I don't want to say what it did. But because I'm vaccinated, I didn't have a serious injury. I wasn't seriously sick facing death or serious injury. You know, so that's why I am completely vaccinated. Been getting vaccinated with the flu for over 20 years. And I'm still here, unharmed. As you can see, I'm a big boy. So, you know, it has didn't affect me like that. But I can say there is people out there that can't take these vaccines because of medical issues that are beyond their ability to do anything about. So they, they might not be able to take it. But the people that are able to take it should take it to protect those that cannot whatever whatever medical condition that they may have from the past or currently dealing with. That's care. The community, that's who we are. CARE is Community Alliance for Research and Engagement. We are here to engage and connect with you in a way to provide you the necessary information. All we ask is when we when you see us in your community with our CARE emblem on or with CARE Penelia, do you, you see that word on somebody's chest or, or right so near from here or, or, or a jacket or something like that, please allow them to talk to you or sit and talk to you and answer questions or things that you may be curious about that you don't have the information on. We wanna make sure that our people are well-educated and um, able to get that information so they can make a good conscious decision. So that's why I brought them on. I brought them on today uh, so we can all kick it. Uh, I, I, want, I, was, I was thinking of doing something totally different and then I said, you know what, this is it. This is the last scheduled show that I have with Tom, and I wanted people to actually see the very people that in your communities that's going to be providing you with great information um, that you can utilize. All right? So, team, for those that are able to come and show your faces, please show your faces. I know one can't, but she's dealing with a situation, but I thank her for being on the call. But if you're able to show your face, show your face. Let the people see who you are. Um, uh, uh, and be able to hear your voice and see your face at the same time. Uh, but let me start with with uh, with uh, Cheyenne. Cheyenne, you've been with me for over a year, and uh, uh, you're in the field of public health. So it's, it's going to be your job at some point to help people with with uh, with uh, disparities and 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 being able to help them to get out of social destroying things that are destroying their communities. Kind of tell us a little bit about kind of how this has impacted you and how you're going to take the things that you have learned into your future. I think being a um, public health professional now, that'll be graduating, 
what I've learned from CARE is the way to distribute information and how different populations, they need different needs. And what we do is we have handouts that are paper and then you can also scan them and they can be on your phone. So we can access a wide range of populations that way. We have webinars so people can access information online. We do clinics that are accessible to people in the community for transportation and things like that. So I've really been able to learn how to use the social determinants of health in public health and apply it to my work for COVID and flu equity. And I wanna take um, what I've learned at CARE and continue it. I would like to be a program coordinator as well one day. And so using what I learned at CARE and how to reach a community and how to get people engaged and communicate and feel comfortable. Um, those are all skills that I've developed over the year working at CARE. And I'm so gracious that we had the opportunity to bring Cheyenne. Cheyenne came in with me a year ago and I asked for her to kind of jump in in our pantry, uh, our pantry work out there in the community. So she goes to our pantry. So you may see her face behind the counter handing out things to people that actually are in need uh, and, and providing them those services that they actually need. So she's willing, she's a willing participant to take on as much as she possibly can. Uh, a few distributions with Cornell Scott Hill Health Center for those that actually take advantage of that. Um, she's there uh, to knee and the rest of our group is there. And I'll let them speak to that when I call on them. So, you know, I'm so happy to have Cheyenne for this time. And, but she's graduating, y'all. So give a oop, oop on that when we're gonna raise our hands. She's graduating in May, she's gonna be leaving us. But at the same time, I'm so glad that she was able, when you see her out there working and doing the jobs for you, please accept her, give her an opportunity for her to share that information with you so you can be a better person and a healthier person. This person I just wanted to bring on next, actually, uh, I met her uh, a couple of years ago. She started with Cornell Scott um, as their coordinator. Uh, and then it came an opportunity for her to come over here to care. Uh, and quickly uh, take on a position just like mine. Uh, I'm so happy that she's my friend as well, uh, but she works very hard for us, but I will let her get into all the rest of it. But Tanee, Tanee, Tanee Mohammed, uh, Cooks and Mohammed uh, came to me about, like I said, about over a year ago, and she's been with us here now at CARE for almost a year, um, and I'm just happy to have her. Tanee, why don't you come in and tell us a little bit about what you do and, uh, and anything else that you would like to share uh, with the people that are viewing this show today. Yeah, so <clears throat> as you mentioned, I um, have started in this work over at Cornell Scott, um, leading their um, Spanish-speaking um, outreach team um, in regards to COVID. And um, that was amazing <clears throat> in itself. And what's so beautiful is that it, it we work together then and we continue to work together now, like both both our teams and both you and I, um, you know, continue to work together doing this, uh, doing the work. Um, currently, um, we are, we have our Vaccine Equity Fellows Program happening, um, which is where we take community members um, and train them to be outreach to be outreach workers, to be outreach workers in their own communities. And they are currently going through um, their training program and planning out their 
projects which they will be bringing out into the community and I will I'll let you go into the details on, on that um, but that's like super exciting um, in addition to having our, our interns like Cheyenne um, we have three others um, Odali, Mike and Ben who are out in the community as well with her um, doing great work we will be losing two of them being able to keep one on um, and looking for some more coming in the in the summer so interns you know somebody good make sure they send over their resumes um so we'll be looking for some good good interns summer interns um and you know the, the rest of our amazing team as, as you you know you'll get to meet you've already met ruth and janico and you'll get to hear from them some more um we also have a full-time person who unfortunately is out there working right now um so uh jackie i wish that she was able to be here as well um but hopefully we'll come back on and, and get to introduce you all to jackie but you'll meet her if you haven't already out in the community because she is out there working very hard um have some upcoming events um we you will see us you will see our care table at so many events this spring and summer please stop by big old care tablecloth you cannot miss us and we'll have some giveaways and lots and lots of information um in regards to vaccinations um and and being healthy it don't hesitate, come ask your questions. And if we don't know the answers, we will help direct you to where you can find them. We don't, we don't know everything, and we know that, but we can help you find um, answers. All right, um, you know what she did mention our vaccine equity fellows team. These are trusted messengers that come directly out of communities where most of us live, out of the New, uh, New Hallville, out of the Dixwell, out of the uh, uh, West, uh, what's the rest river uh neighborhoods um around the area so you're going to see us in all those areas and you're going to see them these are key people that we actually asked to come on uh into care to help us to get closer to you these are people that you know already people that are already working very hard in your communities to change not just vaccine equity uh or or medical equity they're working to change the environment uh, uh, um, um, development uh, of your community, uh, economic development, excuse me, of your community. So your communities can look like everybody else's communities. A great place to live, less violence, less drug trafficking, um, less less gunplay uh, that we all have experienced here in New Haven and throughout the country. Uh, but these are the people that we brought in to help us to be able to get our message out. You might not know me very personally, but you might want to know one. Of, you might know one of them. I'm um, sharing the same information that I'm trying to share with you today, and our team has been sharing since I've been here since 2020, uh, when when COVID was really just taking off. So we definitely is a team that want to do the work, but we're going to need you to help us to do it. Now, Janiqua, Janiqua can't show, can't come on the camera, but you can hear her voice. Janiqua's been with me for almost two, uh, over two years. Uh, and Janique would just come in and kind of tell us the things that you've already done about the fairs that you put together, the next fair that you might want to put together, and to get people to come out and support. Of course. So hi again, everyone. Um, and I apologize that I can't fully participate and show my face. <laughs> but um, yeah, so naturally, when I when I came into care, um, 
for one, it was very important for me to be able to spread the word about the importance of being vaccinated, um, you know, so that we can get back to the norm. I have my own family with young children, and it was very important for me to be able to not only keep them safe, but um, also some other loved ones safe, because naturally by heart, I am a caretaker to, you know, my, um, my parents, which is what I'm actually doing now. Um, why it was also important for me to be here today to continue to help spread the word about the importance of being healthy. Um, so naturally, when I was out in the community, I, I did see, uh, a, you know, a, another need. Um, and speaking to some of our community members, you know, we would engage in conversation and they start to talk about some of the other hardships that they were going through. Um, so when we were able to incorporate some other resources that we were able to share with them right there on the spot and be able to refer them, um, I thought that that was a great idea. And I thought that it would have been an even broader and bigger idea to be able to put something together like the community fair that Bernard spoke of to have all the resources in one space. Because you always find when speaking to people out in the community, you always find one or two people that just don't know about the additional resources that's out there, whether it be for health reasons, education, employment, um, you know, programs out there that help individuals through their current hardships because not only did COVID take away um, the, the normalcy of us being able to be together, but it also put some people in um, either deeper hardships that they were already going through or brand new hardships. Um, so there were a bunch of other programs out there developed that people just didn't have access to. They didn't know how to get the access. So I thought it was important to, again, bring all of those resources together to be able to give people the um, resources that they needed to either get back on their feet, enhance their health, enhance their livelihood or whatever it was that they needed to do. And I would love to continue to do that. So um, to Tanise's point, please look for that care table. We are out there in a the community trying to do our best. Um, and then if you see us and there's something that we're not doing and that you, you would like to see in your communities, let us know. And we'll try to pour those resources together and make sure that we're giving the community what they need at all times. And I am so disappointed in some ways that a lot of people got didn't get the opportunity to join in in that first fair. But Janiqua is, is very adequate to actually do it again and give you all an opportunity to get closer to those resources uh, that you need in order to remove hardship and disparities from your lives. Uh, so you can focus on a very serious, serious area of your life. And that is your medical, the medical side and taking care of your medical and wellness side of your life to take better care of yourself. I know I needed to do it because I love to eat. I don't know about you, but I like to throw down. And it's not, it's not all the time that I'm eating the correct foods, but through a lot of the wellness and opportunities that I've gotten, uh, and learn from our partners and learning from our other areas that we do here at CARE, how to take better care of myself so I can be the best me while I'm trying to get you to be the best you. But one problem I don't have is back, being vaccinated. I never had that problem, never gonna have that problem because I believe in, in medical. I believe in what my doctors have shared with me. It's funny. Isn't it funny, people? You're gonna catch on to what I'm about to say. Isn't it funny? that we trust our doctors for everything else that happens to us. 
And when it comes to getting vaccinated, we doubt everything that they say. But these are the very people that you're trusting that when something happens to you, that you're trusting that they have the necessary skills and experience to, to render those particular areas that are harming you. That being vaccinated is the same thing. These doctors go and they, they actually have to research. They actually have to go to school. They actually have to go and, and learn more about what these things are to be able to explain it properly to you. So if they can trust it and they're telling you to trust it, all you have to do is trust it and actually get out there and get vaccinated. We're not going to stop. So if you're already mad at us and irritated by this, and I'm just sorry, we're going to have to irritate you a little bit more because this is something that we take very seriously when it comes to taking care of our people. We, 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 we talk a lot of times about the things that we don't have and the things that we don't have access to. Then we need to take advantage of the things that the people are taking the time out to give to you. Because like I said two years ago, what is free today is going to come with a cost tomorrow. And while these things are still happening where it's a limited cost to you, please take full advantage of it. Because it's going to come a time where they're going to begin to charge you for these same services that we are providing at no cost to you. And that's just seriously something to know about. I don't want to leave Ms. Ruth out of this. Ms. Ruth is... Ms. Ruth, I, I kind of wanted you to come in, if you can, real quick, uh, and talk to the, this how this is affecting the Hispanic community. Because a lot of times, you know, me being African-American, I'm talking to the African-American community because I'm African-American. But this whole thing that we're trying to do here at CARE affects people of all ethnicities. But my, my Ms. Ruth is Hispanic. And I, I kind of want her to come in and talk about how these things are affecting the Hispanic community and why Hispanic people to actually trust it as well. Ms. Root? Yes, thank you. Um, I do go, I have been out a lot in the Hispanic communities. You know, when I go there, when I first started working, I was so surprised to know that a lot of these Hispanic people didn't, were not vaccinated. Some of them, because of a language barrier, transportation, and some of them because no insurance or even because they didn't have no papers, like immigration issues. And I started talking to them and at the beginning they listened to me, but I'm very persistent sometimes when it comes to that. And I kept going out there and I kept going because I did a lot of work in the, in the new Fairhaven community area there. And I was shocked that there were so many people like that, but I kept, and I kept every week I used to go there. I used to always find two or three people that signed up. And sometimes they have an incentive or something, or I just told them no questions asked. And I got quite a few people vaccinated, but it's not over because there's still a lot of people out there without getting vaccinated. Not only the vaccines, but everything else that comes with the health, with health and wellness. So my job is, I really love my job and I like motivating people. Like I try motivate. to, motivate, I motivate myself by trying to motivate people. <laughs> Bernard, I'm going to get you eating healthier. <laughs> you know what? Uh, hey, 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 I'm working on it. I'm, I'm going to tell you, y'all, I know this is a show about adult vaccinations, but uh, Miss Ruth has definitely uh, 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 fed me as well. And she, I found out that she actually can cook. I don't know if all y'all can go to her house and get a meal, but thank God I was able to. 
but uh, <laughs> I am working. I am working on that. But that's what I'll say. This thing is just not for black people. No, it's for everybody. It's for everybody, not just Hispanics. It's for Caucasians, Jamaican, Haitian. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Puerto Rican, whatever that your ethnicity is, West Indian. I mean, whoever you are, adult vaccinations is for all of you. And while we still have time, people, we still have time. Uh, Cornell Scott Hill Health Center, uh, right there at 428 uh, uh, Columbus Ave, right here in New Haven and, mul and multiple other locations on Dixwell, 226 Dixwell, <laughs> on State Street. Uh, in West Haven, they're in West Haven, they're in the Valley, they're everywhere. They are our, our direct partner who provides us with the proper ability to give you medical care. Uh, so I really want you to join in and, and, and uh, uh, allow Cornell Scott to vaccinate you. We're going to be there with the material. Cornell Scott is going to be there to provide you with with blood pressure checks because we, we know we know we have we got a lot of high blood pressure in my community. Uh, they're going to do blood pressure checks. They're going to do checks on you just to make sure and see that you know where you are. And once you find out where you are, you know, join in and join into one of their clinics around your area where they can take care of you and provide medical services to you. But we all work directly together to ensure that you have information, but you also are able to get vaccinated, you're able to get checked, that you're able to get uh, 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 healthcare checks and physicals. All of those things you need to know about yourself just to ensure that you are healthy and ready to go. You know what I'm saying? So this is care, people. This is just a few of us, but it's so many more of us that wasn't able because I, I had to realize, thanks, Tom, for giving me this opportunity uh, to come on his show, but I had to realize that some of my team had to be out in the field. As Tanee mentioned, we have several people on our team that's out there right now. This is live. This is a live show. It's letting you know these people are out there in your communities right now canvassing. So when you see them, they got on the bright blue navy jackets. They got on the dark blue, uh, navy shirts with the care emblem. Some going to have the Cornell Scott Hill emblems on. Please accept them. Let them talk to you. Ask questions. And if they can't answer them, you call me directly. Uh, so we can make sure we give you what you need. That's why we're here. There's so many people in your community trying to help you out. The community uh, action agency out there trying to help you to get the things that you need and the things that you deserve um, to make sure that you have your lives in order. So we're, make, we're, we're developing, they call that patient center model home circle around you. And we're all, all the services around you to give you an opportunity to tap in to each and every last one of them so you can get the things that you deserve. And so it doesn't prevent you from doing the most important thing is looking in the mirror and taking care of you. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Hey team, I'm just asking y'all because y'all can help me out with this. If you can say anything to this community right now, if you can say one thing to them to, to keep this very thing in their minds, what would that be? What would that, that one thing that you would just love to let this community know that you feel is important? I think Cheyenne is coming in. Um, I would say the one thing that the community should know is to trust the people that work for the community and the people that live in your community and people that want to help you. Um, to be able to have a conversation with us and talk with us, even if you don't agree, 
it's a conversation that is worth having and we want to hear what you have to say and we care about what you have to say and that's why we are called care not for our research part or our messages but because we care about our community and we care about what you think about the community and how we can better it together i love that that was almost closing remarks right there uh uh i'm gonna I'm go over to Tani. Tani, is this you know you you live in this community you know what is one thing that if you could say anything to them what would that be it's kind of, it's hard to, to follow Cheyenne. Wow. Um, that was amazing. <laughs> right? Um, you know, I, I would say to, just to say something different, you know, would be to, to be willing to, to be open and to learn, you know, to, to learn something, learn something new. Um, you know, if you are someone who is right now not willing to be vaccinated, um, just have that willingness to, to learn. And as you said, Bernard, like to listen to your doctors, like it is the science, it's what's proven to, to, to work. Um, you know, if you could do something to help your family, like we all say, I, I, I will do anything for my kids. I will do anything for my family. That's something that, that you could do for your family to, to help keep them safe and you. Keeping people safe is what we do. Uh, it starts with us, and we, we're definitely doing it amongst us, and we want to do it for you. Ms. Ruth, if you could say anything to the Black community, the, the Caucasian community, the Hispanic community, what would you say? What would be kind of things you would want them to know that you feel is important? I will approach them and start a simple conversation, and I would ask them if they had a minute, and if they would just listen to me. And then I will, and I will take their input and I'll listen to them too. But it's very important for them to trust us when we go out there because a lot of, a lot, uh, lots of people in all in the community, no matter what race you are, where you come from, are misinformed. I wow. say that because I have family members that are misinformed and I'm still trying to get them to vac get vaccinated. And they gotten COVID a whole bunch of times, very, very bad, but they're still resisting. But they know there's a consequences, but I'm, I haven't given up on them. I know I'm going to get through them. And that's what I would do. I'll go out in the community and do the same thing. People, you heard it. You know, very straight and to the point. I mean, we could be here all day trying to plug this thing into you, but what it just comes down to is removing the consequences. We don't want you to suffer consequences that you don't have to suffer or that you don't have to endure. Some consequences we're gonna take on each and every day and we learn the ways to get around them. But the things that we can prevent, help us to help you to prevent them by just taking a moment to research. You can go to the CDC website at any time um, and learn as much as you would like to take in. They have information on any and everything when it relates to medical equity. You just have to take the time to listen and read, uh, or listen and read. You can watch videos. Uh, you can actually get information that you, you can read. Whatever that takes, you can have the ability to do so. We just want to be a friend. And we want you to be a friend to us. And let's be a family. And let's come together and take care of this thing once and for all. Medical equity. We deserve it. We deserve to have it. Nobody deserves to take it away from us, and we shouldn't take it away from ourselves. 
because somebody took it away from us at some point in our lives. Let's stop letting people take things that we deserve to have and take full advantage of it, but not just for you, but for every person that lives in your household deserves to have it. I'm going to actually, I'm not going to hold you all any longer on this call. To, uh, uh, Harry, Harry's a good friend of mine. I'm so thankful to him as well for allowing us to come on to 103.5 FM WNH8 today just to have a moment with you here from the CARE Family Community Alliance for Research and Engagement here at Southern Connecticut State University, the Department of Health and Human Services. We are in your neighborhood, and I want to leave you with a statement that came from Deion Sanders. We coming. We coming. We coming. Y'all take care, and y'all stay out there. Stay with us as long as possible. If you have any information, uh, just call us uh, over at CARE, and we would love to hear from you. Uh, with anything that we're able to provide to you, we will. Other than that, y'all have a wonderful day. God bless you, and we coming. This is Harry Drew. As I got another rhyme, another rhythm for y'all to listen. I'm never quitting on my mission. I'm with what I'm hitting. Got some ambition, this new edition, filling positions. Looking at the void in myself and feeling what's missing. Better watch the way you're going. Better go in the right direction. In the moment, you're stressing, but you're going to be counting blessings. And I know that for certain. Keep on working, open curtains. Haters swerving because they ain't ready for your final version. Whoa. I'm never going to give up, give up. Fall down, I just got to get up, get up. Hey. This is my run. Let's camera action. I'm ready to go. I'm never gonna give up, give up. Fall down. I just gotta get up, get up. Hey. Yeah, this is my run. Let's camera action. I'm ready to go. Wait too long. We faced them storms. Now you gon' face the dawn. You waiting for? I said from night to dawn. I write my wrongs alone. In competition with warnings. Ice galore. Now I'm running toward them highlights. I finished being a quitter. But little, little by little, they joking, telling some riddles. Now I'm in my section. Ain't willing to give up. Know you getting knocked down, but you gotta get up. I'm never gon' give up, give up. Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up. Hey. Cause this is my run. Let's camera action, I'm ready to go. I'm never gonna give up, give up. Fall down, I just gotta get up, get up. Hey. Yeah, this is my run. Let's camera action, I'm ready.